This is Joey Janela. This is Miley. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the bulldozer Matt Tremont. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Greetings, wrestling fans. I am Ben Thalbetteran, and with me, as always, is the always exuberant Mike Seren Tetterfield. How are you doing tonight, Mr. Seren Tetterfield? Ah, shut the hell up. Uh, As always, a youthful ball of sunshine. Are you, Mr. Tetterfield? With us a very special guest. He is the law of the New York wrestling professional wrestling scene. It is Raymond Raymundo. How are you tonight, sir? I'm back! That is right, he is back, and I am going to stop doing this voice because it is a lot harder to talk like that than you'd think. But yes, we are back with another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Avenging Ben. Hold milk, Mike. And yes, and it is our guest. Ray Ramundo. Welcome back to the show, Ray. How are you tonight? <coughs> uh, actually, happy to be back. Nice. Well, Glad the show is doing, gro- is doing well. Yeah, it's been doing good the past few weeks. I don't know how we're going to top having... Jay George on from last week, which was an amazing episode. But, we're... but yes, we are back with more from the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And let's start it off tonight with something we don't really want to talk about, but we feel... We have to. Uh, yep, it's like our duty. It's kind of our duty. So before we talk about what we're going to talk about, we're not giving out links. We're not telling you where you can see this. If you want to see them, go do it on your own time. We're not promoting Yep. Let's give you the disclaimer now. This show is about fun. It's and this is four what of happened. us just doing comedy. We're not going to give and you some happened, inappropriate content. What happened here can lead to comedic possibilities, but we don't want to do that. So what? And this is, and this is the most serious topic we've talked about. And we're being serious about this. It's weird. Yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be grown adults. We're not gonna be oh look at her naked. Like, no, we're not gonna do that bullshit. For those, it's not funny, not, really. For those not in the know, Paige, who is still on a hiatus from WWE very recently, and who's still under a contract, had yep. several nude videos and pictures of her leaked to the internet. And not only that, what? footage also included. Xavier Woods, I believe, right? And Xavier Woods and Brad Which, thanks to that one leak, led to multiple affiliates of the WWE and outside of WWE. It's just, I don't know. So. It was fucked up. And then, and, then, and, then, and then the days later, more leaks came out. And it doesn't help that how certain fans are actually just spreading it worse than just oh, trying to keep it hidden. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just like, it's weird to think, come on, they're human beings. It's, I don't know. It's, okay, so we're not going to talk about what's in the videos, what's in them, or anything like that. To but, imagination go wild. That's all we're going to say. Yeah. So let's talk about this from 
sort of a news standpoint. Are do we know who leaked the videos? No. Multiple sources are saying they leaked it, so we are not truly in aware of who was the one culprit. Whoever it is, hope you can sleep at night. But but Paige claimed on Twitter that the videos and the pictures in question were finger quote stolen. So do with that what you will, but yeah, it's really scummy what happened here, and I do not I I feel all of the sympathy for her because that is just fucking horrible. Oh yeah, and, and then and it's also, like a bad also, dream. The one Ray? It's like a bad dream because this happened so many years ago in certain images that were seen. So it's like, why are they bringing oh, bad this just it's a previous stint already. It's like why bring up the past now? Also, what do you have I, to gain from it? Also, I want to say this one statement to the people that sent those pictures and videos to her fucking mother and her father. You can burn in hell. Like, oh yeah, you have you are not even a fucking. You're a, an adult. Why do you have to do that? Because you think eat, it's funny? Eat, it's fucking not. Eat the fattest part of my ass, you sick you sick pieces of shit. Ooh, God funny. damn, man. You, you need to see your daughter naked and sucking a dick. No. No. And it's like then certain wrestlers, I commend certain for trying to keep her in good spirits and not joining the madness that people have been putting out there for her. But then certain are kind of being white knights when they know they're hypocrites, in a way. Yeah, it's... It's a fucked up situation for everybody. But I feel as though... There is no good way to talk about this situation because it's somebody's private material that got leaked on the internet. So I think the best way to handle this situation would be to talk about how does this affect her and Xavier Woods going forward? Okay. So I think that's the best question to ask. How does this affect Paige going forward? Because somebody raised a good point before we went on the air. Mm. If she was going to be fired, she would have been fired by now. Yeah, yes. but this is where the legal... Let me bring in the legal aspect of it, because I had a conversation You're the with lawyer. some other counsels, and this is where the product kind of changes. Because before this, I was a person that would say, she can't be fired because of the certain aspects of it. Now... This is where we have to kind of spoil something that was shown in the videos. The famatory, they were de- they were diminishing a product the WWE. Let's say that. Yes. It was a championship that was demeaned in a certain manner. I'm not going to say what because uh, that's their business. But doing that can legally get her fired from the company. So this is this is a fact, right? This is something that could have actual legal ramifications. Yes, because that is their trademark product, and that can lead to serious, even, I would guess, jail time, because that's something that was just put out in the media now, and that's their Wait. product without their proper consent. Wait, this happened five years ago. That can still be upheld today? Uh, then I would have to go into the chain of custody. I would have to look into that. All right. So Because that, that whole picture caused... So much controversy because it was like once that image was there, my immediate thought was this woman is trying, or at least, at least she. I don't. You know what? But she's that was fine. years ago, though. That was years yeah, ago. So that was you know before. What? That was before what? any of this happened. She was still new. It was, it was the NXT title. Let's say that. 
Let's so that was still Paige her young. Let's this this was this was this was when Paige was the champion before she got into the was the physical main page, I guess this was the happy page. Let's <laughs> honestly, let's not take a look at this from a personal level or even judge her or what's in the videos. We're not going to do that on this show. Let's and like and let's just discuss how this affects her going forward. So like, if and when her she recovers from her injury and she decides if she's she, healed. Oh, she's, she's healed. healed. So she just doesn't she's healed. Want... Right now, I think it's just she a just drug doesn't violation. want to go to. She doesn't want to. It was work a drug WWE violation anymore. No. I can. I can. I have a feeling that she just does not want to come back to WWE. So I'm almost like, the minute she gets a chance to leave, she will. But I'm just. I feel so bad for her because I don't think this is what she wanted. People have, been playing, it's... people have been playing conspiracy theory that, like, maybe she did it to get herself fired. And if you did that, that's bullshit. That was my initial thought. That was my initial thought until I saw the rest of the leaks. And then I was like, okay, somebody hacked their phones and got all these photos and is using it to their advantage. Yeah, so... But as far as Xavier Woods is concerned, how do you think this affects him? Because you'll notice that when they had the New Day on Raw, the audience was muted, and when their clip was posted to YouTube, the they disabled the comments. I say, and this is right before the New Day, who Xavier Woods is basically the front man for. Xavier Woods is untouchable. You think think so? Do you really think so? Because like, dude, he just had Stephanie McMahon on his YouTube channel. He's he's fucking set. He's set for life. He's making the money. In WWE they are the size, Paige is not. She's right not even there anymore. The New Day is making WWE the most merch money, so they're technically untouchable. They could, quote-unquote, kill a man, and nothing can happen. Well, it's like they... Now I just have this image of them, like, force-feeding somebody bootios with, like, a funnel until they burst. Oh, God, what did I just put in your head, Ben? Just the worst, sick, most imaginable. Oh, oh you, 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 you just said you just saw the video? Here, have some bootios. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. So you Keep think, eating the bootios. Keep so you eating. Guys, so you guys think that this isn't going to affect them going forward? Because, like, it's not going to affect Kofi or Big E. They're fine. They have nothing to do with this. But it's like... But there was also a thing, too, where Big... It was rumored... Big E gave that, his reaction to it. So. Biggie was apparently the one to record them. Ooh, really? Oh, God. But then Biggie went on Twitter and claimed he wasn't involved in this at all. All right. How so, could he? But, he was but, if, but if, you around that time in Just because you say, okay, I'll use this example. Summer Rae, uh, some pictures of her got leaked too. And she went on Twitter and said, that's not me. But obviously, by the looks of the pictures, it was her. So you. We it's it's known if if a picture of you gets leaked and you have, it's no it's you didn't consent to it, you're gonna defend yourself, even mm-hmm. though you're wrong. You're gonna defend yourself. Not just try to deny the fact that it's you because a lot of the divas have been released already. There have been her former WWE divas, and it's like they aren't saying it's not them. They're trying to defend themselves. They didn't give consent. Also, so which is the proper manner to take on it because it's out there already. We can see it's clearly you. Also, we're, none of none of the th- me, Ben, and Ray are not like gonna say this at all. But it, how how am I gonna say this? But um, we're not mad at her for fucking. 
for having sex. She's that's, a human being. She's when you're nineteen, to... when you're nine, when you're nineteen years old, and around, and all of us are around the same age. Yep. Hormones can do stuff to you, and we understand that. But the fact that you had a camera sitting there, and and you, and by the way, why if you're gonna take pictures and take videos of yourself, don't show your fucking face. Just show your body. That way, people could be like, "Oh, is that you? Is that, is that, is that really you?" Like blatantly, you can see their faces. It wasn't like, "Oh, okay, let's just show that part." Let's not. Let's make sure they can never tell it's us. You blatantly looked at the camera. But you know what? <laughs> she also it's immaturity too. Why the fuck would you show your face in everything? It's like they, they knew this can come these to bite. These seem to me, these seem to me like, again, this this gives into the idea that these were leaked videos. Like, she had nothing to do with this. She is on, again, without going into detail, she was on full display in these videos. And, like, she's showing yeah, there, 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 there's, no, there's no doubting it. It's her. Yeah. It's her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that gives levity to me. It's just like that she had nothing to do with this because any person who is filming these Knowing that they might get out some at some point wouldn't film their face. That just doesn't make any sense to me. And, and if these seemed, like, is, these and seemed if like personal videos from a girlfriend to her then boyfriend, which is fine. But Lord, which is the, something but that's but common. Who would be but the boyfriend in the video, Brad Maddox, or was it Woods? I don't. Who I, cares I, though? Because at the end of the day, it was their their pro. Their, it was their product. I, I would say I don't even use that term because it's. It wasn't supposed to be released like that. It's not media to be just put in any outlet. It was for their personal use, and that was where it should have been deleted. But, the, like but there you go. made the but joke because a year ago today, around this time, is when the broken, I guess, gimmick started, and they said delete it. So Beret, take Beret, Matt Hardy's you, advice. Beret you, Beret, you just said it. It's their property. So t- technically, doesn't that mean that Woods and Brad, Brad Maddox De- had copies of this? And what's, what's that to say that Maddox gave it to somebody who's like, here, post these and don't say I gave it to you. Delete. Which is sad because that's that's some of the speculation now is that maybe they wanted to do that. They wanted a blackball page or maybe uh, Maddox wanted think, a blackball page. I don't think Xavier Woods is that type Delete. I think he, he wanted, like, you could see on his face too. He, like, he was like, you could see in that segment on Roy, he was nervous as fuck because he knew, oh God, here we go. Because you know Woods right now is in a spot that he's screwed, basically. I will say, say this, though, about Xavier Woods. The the dude's taking it in stride. I mean, like, at least he's having a sense of humor about it. That's the thing. He's married, (laughs) and he has a kid coming up. Yeah. Yeah, Xavier Woods is really bothered by this. I I understand his situation because it's like, oh, shit. I have a wife who's about to give birth to my boy slash girl, and this video's coming out of me. Fucking a coworker five years ago, it's like I, that puts him in an awkward situation. So somebody obviously did this. Like it seems like too coincidental. Like it's out of spite. Like just all this, this is feels happening. Feels very out of spite. This feels yeah because Paige is currently she's at the moment that she's like she doesn't care about WWE product right now. She's showing up on TNA on indie shows, so she's out of the company. She one foot is out the door. Xavier yes. Woods is on the time of his life right now because. He's one half. He's one third of the longest reigning tag champs. He's hosting Mania. He's on the time of his life. So whoever did this knew. Okay, let me ruin both of their lives. 
And let me just put it out there. Because Maddox is out. So it's like they didn't want to spite yeah, Maddox because yeah. n- nobody remembered Brad Maddox till this week. I didn't even remember. I didn't even remember Brad Maddox existed until I heard his name again. I was like, oh, yeah, that fucking guy. I forgot he existed. So it's like nobody like, knew about him. So it was like it wasn't out of spite toward him because that's what really makes you think, was it him? Yeah. Which is sad to think. It's like. Could you do that to someone that you truly supposedly loved? It's like it questions ethics in a way. So uh, let's let's not oh, let's change on this topics much longer. <laughs> let's so let's um let's just have our closing thoughts on this and wrap this part of it up. So do like a few buzz a few quick quick round questions. So do you think that this is just it for Paige? Like she's completely done with WWE? Yes. How about I said you? she could be done with life because she's getting to that point that she's. That's broken. Like, no, uh, thank God for, and I, like, I really want to say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank God for Alberto Del Rio. He is really stepping up to be there. Yeah, he, he's a real man. He's a man. Yeah, he really truly did what he's supposed to do, and he stood Jose by her because. Rodriguez, genuinely fucking good human being. He said, I'm going to be canceling my appearance at WrestleCon for WrestleMania weekend this year. I need to be there for somebody who needs it this week. And he says, I'm, I'm fuck it. We're shutting out the rest of the world. I'm taking my girlfriend out. We're going to see Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, Fucking him. You are a good human being. He gives no, I commend him for that because he knows that WWE fans are going to be in Orlando. So some of them will start mentioning that. And it's like, it's him and her. That's it. That's how it should be. So I so commend Alberto, him for that. So Alberto Del Rio and all of this class act, man. Class fucking act. So to Thank end you this- for someone being serious on this. So, also, I, also, I just want to say this to the people that were on social media and saying, "Oh, Brad Maddox for the Hall of Fame," you can fuck, fuck you. right off, right fuck off, fuck right off. That just shows you are not fucking mature. Delete. That just shows you're really Delete. not mature. Yes, this like yeah, we're not trying to be white knights. We looked at the a, images. Ultimately, let's, let this, me say this. Let me say this, Ben, because it has to be out there. Because they're going to start saying, "Oh, you three are just being hypocrites." No. We're taking the actual manner and showing we have compassion because at the end of the day, like we said, they're human beings. They're not just yes. – you see them as wrestlers and as a trademark. Outside of that, they're people. They're Soraya Jade Knight. That's her name. Uh, yes. Jose Rodriguez, like you call it, Alberto. They're people. Outside of this, us three, we put on fake names, but we're people. It's yes. Michael Sarantino, Benjamin Falbo. I'm Raymond Sanchez. At the end of the day, we put, like, gimmicks, but at the end of the day, it's entertainment. Outside of that, they have their own lives. Listen, so if you're willing to do a, that, go fuck there, yourself. As a comedian, and I'm a, I like to think of myself as a comedian, there is humor. A really bad one, but okay. <laughs> okay, first off, fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, can't make a, I can't make a joke. Again. Oh, God, here we go again. As comedians, <sighs> you can find humor in just about anything to a certain extent. Yeah. To a certain extent. Like, there's always that thing that they're, oh, controversy creates cash, like the Eric Bischoff motto. But at the end of the day, there's a point to draw. Like, come on. That makes sense. But I'm just like, you can find humor in any situation. But in this one, yes, a joke here and there is fine. You're human beings. But at the point where it starts becoming harmful to another human being. When you're sending pictures to the family... That is where that shit officially goes too far. So the in summation, uh, all of our best thoughts and wishes are with uh, Paige and Alberto Del Rio. It's a tough time. I'm sure you're going through with that. And while we're talking about sort of the rough 
natures of reality. Let's talk, let's briefly say, uh, and our condolences to J.R. Jim Ross, who's going, oh, yeah. Yeah. For those not in the know, Jim Ross just lost his wife in a very tragic accident. We're not going to dwell on that for that long, but I am so sorry, Jim Ross, and and, uh, from the GAW. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts Thoughts and prayers. prayers. That is horrible. But now that we've gotten all of the rough stuff out, let's let's talk about something. By the way, shout out to all the people that have just joined us. Sorry we opened the show on a more somber note, but hey, sometimes we're wrestling podcasts. This is kind of wrestling news. We want to tackle this in as dignified but as entertaining a way as we could. So, Okay, back to the comedy now. Now let's talk <laughs> about Tommy, a Sean. little bit more interesting and a little bit more funny. Let's talk about something that we can, as divisive as the page situation may be, let's talk about something we can all agree on. TNA Wrestling is a fucking horrible wrestling company. Oh, God, here we go. It's time for a little bit of debate, I guess. (laughs) All right. For those not in the know, uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about this. The Broken Hardys, and that's a key part of this. The Broken Hardys have left TNA and are now in a limited run with Ring of Honor. There's a rumor going around that they may be signing back with WWE, but there's only one or two articles about that, so we'll just leave that. I hope it's true, though. Which means it's true, Ben. Which means it's true. Until Meltzer or Ryan sat and say it, it's not not true. I'm sorry. I'm going to hold off. Honestly, yes. When when you see, okay, Marty signed with WWE, and then you look to see who wrote it, you see the words Dave Meltzer and PW Insider, you know, oh, WrestleMania, this show. When Ryan sat and Dave Meltzer say it, then you can believe it. But until then, right now it's just speculation. That's all we can say on it. Yeah, that's about the size of it. But like, but let's talk about what's going on right now. TNA is really revealing themselves to be really fucking petty. It's not it's TNA not. anymore. It's Impact Wrestling. TNA has oh. officially died. The Fine. first or episode, or, or Brother Love. Let's. <laughs> I am gonna miss seeing them in like character. If if they don't, if they leave. Ring of Honor, they go back to WWE and like they get rid of the broken characters. I'm going to be so sad. Well, well, well explain. Like, okay, so the whole so, thing is TNA is claiming that they own the broken gimmicks. Yeah, they the, have the, the, the IP characters. They, they, That's they the, their speculation. They, they have it's their trademark. So Matt and Jeff are that gimmick. They can't do it anymore outside of TNA. And to now. further exemplify this point, if you go to any broken hearty video on the official uh, impact wrestling youtube page next to any word that says broken brilliance broken hearties broken whatever there's a little tiny registered trademark next to it just as a gigantic fuck you tna wow go suck a dick it's like now they're trying to make the money off that tna would contact like ring of honor like for the pay-per-view provider telling them don't put them on the screen because if you do, we'll sue. Yeah, they sent... No, they already sent the letter. Sent the cease and desist. Which, when that occurs, now it's a legal battle. Which is why the Broken Brilliance is kind of dimming down. They're not showing as much hardy merchandise and all that. Because TNA is trying to do this dispute. Which, and, is, and, which is stupid on their part. Because now it's like they're losing merch. They're losing money off of it by trying to get the name back. Yeah, I think... Because what are you going to do with it? Matt Hardy, I actually think, under Ring of Honor, the Hardys just released some brand new t-shirts today. Okay. Does it say anything broken? Like, does it no, say broken? Kind of, kind of, they have, like, very broken designs, but, like, 
they're not exactly like what up to they're not exactly the ridiculously cartoonish merchandise they've had before you know what i mean yeah but that's the thing now what if wwe does end up doing this because it's even crazy with the speculation of them even wanting to buy ring of honor now just for the hardies if you think about it that's the real reason they're even getting this close they're willing to do it because wwe could find the way to legally balance because mm. TNA just wants to trademark the name so they can make profit. Which, if they have WWE with the Hardys, they know that's making them money. Because now they're using AJ Styles. They're selling his DVDs on TNA just to yes. make profit. Sting. Guys that have now joined WWE and Kurt worked Angle. TNA alumni. It's all that. So at the end of the day, they're kind of... They're putting a knife in their own backs. They're stabbing themselves in the back because technically, you're losing money. You're wasting you money on this, and you're losing money. money on something that can make you thousands of dollars on. Because here's the thing. Here is the little glimmer of hope that actually makes me think that the that Vince McMahon, as crazy as he is, will actually let them keep their gimmick. Here is my theory. You want to know why? And this is going to be a big shocker to a lot of you, so everybody listen closely. You may not know this. Vince McMahon loves money. <laughs> We, oh god! Wow! I, oh my god, Ben, you just dropped a bomb. Also, I, Henry I asked. Are, Henry asked, are they trademarking the to everything? Henry, everything. Anything that involves that. They can trademark Senor Benjamin. It's yeah, a name, but they can trademark a whole Benjamin. enchilada. And you want to see a pissed off Fatima go on Rebby Sky uh, oh, Twitter? Rebby Sky has been burning it to the fucking ground on her Twitter. But, but, but well, Rebby Sky too. must be. Ben, here's the thing. She is done. Some of that stuff can can bite her ass too. Because if they do go to court, they could bring this up and saying, "Oh, she was harassing us on Twitter after we sent legal documents." Like they could be like that. Also, with the whole yeah, that's that true. Up. She can with do the, the vandalize. That is vandalizing. With their that, product, because um, they are a serious business, yeah. With that, um, fucking, um, fuck the owl t-shirt, they could, that can bite them in the ass, too. Like, I don't know. It's Technically, all, no. It's that's it, because that's a parody. That is a parody, so if anything, they can try to say it's demeaning their product, but at the end of the day, if she knows how to it's legally protected, it's protected protect under herself. Under satire parody clause. Yep. But, like, what I was going to say was, Vince McMahon loves his wrinkly old ass some money. He loves him some cash. And getting and letting the Hardys do their thing under a WWE budget, that is printing cash. That is printing money. Yes. To not let them do that would be is stupid. And I want to see them fight the Usos. I want to see them fight the Wyatts. Oh, God, I want to see them face the Wyatts. That's what I want that. Oh, God. Imagine the Hardys versus the Wyatts. The yeah. promos would just write themselves. They fucking would. Brother Wyatt. No, no hang on. Brother Hardy, you, I can tell you how to save 10% by switching to Geico. Geico? I, my broken billions is beyond Geico. I took the Geico Geico and I ate him. I ate the Geico. <laughs> I, travel, I travel with all states so I can delete. All states. I travel with all states. Yes. Oh Jesus Christ! But oh, was talking about Ring of Honor. Have you guys heard about them potentially buying Ring of Honor for like the video library and stuff? I, I feel I'm, like the, I'm really the hoping only... that's it. That's just a video yeah. and it's not actually Ring of Honor because what are they going to do with all the talent? They're not going to keep all the contracts, so that kind of it kills off a lot of the guys we like seeing in Ring of Honor right now. 
I mean, for God's sakes, I don't think WWE is interested in Red Titus and Kenny King and Caprice Coleman. I, I don't think they want those. I think they want, like, um, Ray, you could say his name. You, you've been saying it for the last fucking week. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Do you want me to say one of the Bullet Club members and Adam Cole, baby? Oh, my that's God. One, that's one name that they could get. They could get um the Briscoes. They could get Bobby Fish. They could get Jay Lethal, who they wanted for years. But, um... Yeah, no, that's I, the thing. Would they want the Briscoes? Because they had them once. I, if I was Vince McMahon, I want the Briscoes. I think they make a good. Tag I think team. time. I think time is healed from that fucking bullshit that happened years ago. I hope them. so. Because imagine the Briscoes in a WWE ring. Oh my god, that would be oh, awesome. God. It'd be yeah. Anybody actually? Let's just um, yeah. Like any Ring of Honor guy. One Ring of Honor guy I'd love to see in WWE would be Donovan Dijak. Thank you. Thank Ooh, you. He's my boy. That brings up another thing. He's my WWE boy. Tweeted out. On that, if I remember correctly, he's one of the top pro, uh, the top free agents right now. He is it's, one of the top. Free imagine people. a Donovan Dijak in WWE. Oh, that would be fucking sweet. I would, Ooh. I would give out, I would give out some cold hard cash to find to, to see Donovan Dijak. This might be a weird, a weird match, I would think. But imagine Dijak and Corbin. Oh, that'd be good. Mm. It would work. But yeah, but that's like, two big men. They have good. They have their charisma. And any they and should, people have wait, people wait, they, they they should rename themselves the damaged tardies. No. No. You know what? I, I feel like they would do that just like the fuck TNA be like, No, they're ah, gonna do you some can, you parody can, you out can, of the you broken can, thing. You can't copyright us. We're damaged now. <laughs> With a fracture. Or the hardies. reborn they're gonna be the reborn hardies, watch. Or something like that. No, then be, <laughs> they'd be ripping off reborn Matt Seidel. WWE could trademark it and make money off of that, sadly. Let's, we'll certainly have to wait to see. Listen, tell you uh, what. Because well, Main is getting close, so because let's if see they what get happens. Of, because if they get rid of the broken Matt Hardy gimmick and they make him start dressing all normal again, my Matt Hardy cosplay will be useless. Oh, that's going to be very sad, right, Mike? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, okay. So, the Hardys go back to WWE. Out of the two, would make them the most money? Matt. Matt or Jeff? Matt. Honestly, I think Jeff. Really? Because this is what I say. Matt is a businessman, but fans have always been drawn to Jeff. Like, exactly. if, out of the three exactly. of us, he, if you, he's, like, he's yesterday, always been pushed the most. it's crazy how yesterday we even did a, it's a either or. We both, we both were saying it. Matt, Jeff. Two out of three of us were saying Jeff. We've been drawn to Jeff. Okay, someone's been listening to our podcast right now. <laughs> it's crazy how yesterday we even did a it's a either or. We both we both were saying it. Matt, Jeff. Two out of three of us were saying Jeff. Okay, someone's been listening to our podcast right now. Oh sorry, that came up in the background. I'm looking at the stream here. I just wanted to uh See how we're doing, but my apologies. But I agree with you. But like Matt makes like Matt will have that indie buzz, but Jeff will have that WWE legend appeal. <sighs> because Jeff has said he wants his career to end at WrestleMania. That's that's he said that in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's also and he's also you said can that he tell wants to be WWE if WWE could, you can tell they're pissed they weren't able to do this. You can tell, like, they really yeah. wanted at some point to do Hardys, Dudleys, and Edge and Christian, like, three or four, but 
a lot of stuff kept that from happening. You could tell if like all of those guys were still competing, they would want to do that. Yeah. I don't know. You can always end up, I guess, one day if he really does want to come back into action. We could always see another Hardy's Dudley's. Edge and Christian, sadly, I don't think so. Yeah, Edge, Edge can't yeah. wrestle anymore, and Christian, they're not going to clear him because of two make concussions. Yeah. So that's one team down. They, TNA did try. They Wait, did speaking try. of Edge and Christian, though, let's give them a plug. Their podcast actually comes out tomorrow. Oh, yeah, go check that out. Oh, yeah, shoot. So What's the name of the show, by the way? Was it the uh, podcast I think it's the totally podcast that reeks of Yeah. Podcast it's basically, it's their show on the network, but now it's a podcast. Okay. Go, go watch it. could work. Go watch it. So but that, not before you watch us. So that does yep. it for like all of the big Ring of Honor Hardy's news. So we each, over the past week, had a couple of interesting live wrestling experiences. You guys went to Raw Live at the Barclay Center. <sighs> yes, we did. Was, and I awesome. had the privilege of being in Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, this past Saturday night for Pro Wrestling Magic Live. Ooh. Which was a lot of fun. Although, Mike, I did come to a startling realization. You and me really need each other when we're both on camera. Like, we kind of, we complete each other in this weird dynamic. What do you mean? Like, on your own, you're very, you're very, like, very crisp and very clear in front of the camera. But, like, you mm. need to, like, you, like, you need to, like, know how to, like, keep it moving and, like, how to get from one thing to another. But, like, me, on my own, I'm just this incredible, I'm, like... I'm almost like I have ADD on the camera. I go from one thing to another way too quick. Yes, you, yeah, you do have a tendency to do that. But like I have like say whatever you want about me. I'm exciting. I have a lot of energy. So it's like we need each You're other. You're a very hyper person. So you I, two need each well, other. Luckily, well, I, need you, I don't need anyone. I, so I need you to keep me like grounded and to keep me like give me direction. And I need you to like keep the flow going. So like I'm, I'm like that strict parent that has to hit their kid. But stop it. <laughs> no more sugar for you. The law needs no one. The law is no more sugar for you. The law is good. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but shut the fuck down. Pro wrestling magic was a hell oh god to go over every single. Thing. Yeah, you saw your girlfriend Eddie McQueen, and he's <laughs> fucking fabulous as he should because he's a cutie. <laughs> okay, Eddie oh, McQueen, god. if you're listening, call me. Look, her fellow twins, we love you, but. Damn, Ben. Damn. Yeah. Like, like, here's a, uh, I'm, I'm comfortable with it. Fuck you. Anyway, let's here talk Here we go about, again with the question of sexuality. Oh, God. Here we go. Pro wrestling magic was a hell of a lot of fucking fun. To go over the whole thing would take way too fucking long, so I'll just talk about a couple Any of the Any matches that stood out to you? Two in particular. Uh, actually, three, but one of them was just kind of a big clusterfuck of a ton of different matches. There was this big tag team turmoil match, and fucking Hornswoggle showed up. I thought his name was Swaggle now. Yeah, well, Swaggle showed up, and when he showed up, everybody lost their shit, which was awesome. That's five grand they spent. Yeah. No, but it was worth it. And the dude's going to be back at the next show. Nice. Another five grand gone. Yeah. And, like, but then we had Smiley and Fit to be Tied. One that they beat Crusade for Change and Tag Team Turmoil. And they managed. Ooh, so that means that. it's them versus the Graysons? It's them versus the Graysons at the next Pro Wrestling Magic Ooh, show. So that's that's going to be a be high-flying match. And uh, speaking of which, I got I shot my uh, I shot the live stream like I usually do, and I got ambushed by not only Smiley and Trixie, but Tank, Cliff, 
Uh, Chris Seaton from the New York Wrecking Crew. Monte. Hey, a whole bunch what of people. happened? I'll tell you what happened. So, Hog took you up. <laughs> so yeah, basically Hog like uh, kind of uh, kind of hijacked and like that was a lot of. So They're trying to hijack every little thing on fucking social media. It's hey, it's called getting yourself over. I guess. So. Yeah, but but the other look what I'm doing. I'm getting over on your Two matches. No, you're not. Not to go too long winded. The two matches that stood out the most that kicked serious fucking ass. One was Ace Romero versus Dan Mob. Holy fucking shit. There's a, I have a clip of this on Twitter somewhere, and I might, I might dig this up and post it on our page. because this God, was, God. Two this bulls was, fighting. This was like two semi-trucks made of meat slamming into a... <laughs> just two semi-trucks made of meat. Oh, my God. That when, they, when these two were suplexing each other and slamming each other, I thought the man was about to break. These, See, no, you know what's crazy Dan about Mop that match? sitting in a chair. Dan Moff is sitting in a chair. Ace Romero flies out of the ring. Here comes the flying fat man. Lands right on Dan Moff and knocks him from the edge of the ring. Like the chair is like a few inches away from the edge of the ring. Knocks him so far, he almost makes it to the exit of the building. I shit you fucking not. They were terrible. Oh my God. There was this bit where I swear to God, they were just murderizing each other. These two, oh my fucking God. I can only imagine that had to be a great match. Being a new school versus old school style. And of course, Ace Romero goes over in a fucking... Clinic. It was a belter. I say put this out, please. Please, Pro Wrestling Magic, put this out because it was so fucking good. And I didn't think anything was going to top that match. And then Sonya Strong came out and put her title on the line against Rachel Ellering. Yes, Paul Ellering's daughter. Wow, she's been everywhere lately, hasn't she? She has. And you would not think, you would not think that after seeing two, after seeing King Kong fight Godzilla, and nearly tear Tokyo to the ground, you wouldn't think that these two would be able to top that. This match was as good, if not better, than that match. This was the best live female wrestling match I have ever seen, House of Glory included. It's the best match I've ever seen. Holy shit. These two put on an NXT quality match, and oh my god, by the end of the match, people were on their feet, I shit you not. It was amazing. Wow. That's good to hear. This was, so yeah, Rachel Ellering of Sonya Strong, hats off to you. It was an absolute amazing match. And by the way, side note, Sonya Strong, thank you for helping me get back to New York City alive. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Sonya. You brought us Ben back. Yeah, thank so you, Sonya. I, I go out you to re- the white man. And- <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. Come on. But yeah, I go out to New Jersey. <laughs> my ride falls through, and I'm like, shit, how am I going to get home? So Smiley goes into the locker room, and he's like, my friend needs a ride. <laughs> well, you know, I wonder how he got that message over. Yeah, I, I, I wonder. My friend, car, room, 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 car, room, room, room. Well, I guess Sonya's going to run she understood. White boy needs car. White boy needs car. Sonya Strong is like, hey, I'll give White Boy car. Strong says to me, I'll give your white ass a lift. No, she doesn't say that, but like, she's there. She has her. Get in the car, cracker. Well, she has her. Sonya Strong has her, like, again, behind the scenes. Sonya Strong has, like, her little son with her. And, like, this kid, 
so fucking sweet, man. And like he he got in the ring with his mom and he even kicked Rachel Ellering in the shit. He kicked Rachel Ellering right in the shin. So this kid is learning how to like run the ropes early, which is adorable. Oh, so like, that's so like, nice. Yeah. So thank you. Nice. So Sonya Strong dropped me off near the sixth train and I managed to get to 51st and then back to Queens. But then I'm Yay, home. You're Yay. So then I'm home at like two in the friggin' morning, which was not fun. Wait, Ben, how was the main event though of that night? Oh, I gave us two of the matches. Oh, I didn't see it. I was trying to get my, I was trying to find somebody to give me a ride, so I have no clue. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! So you did not see the King of New York defend his title? Oh no, I caught the, I caught the first five minutes of it. <laughs> five minutes of it, but I missed everything in the middle. Somebody's gonna be pissed at you. Oh, fucking oh God! The King of New York is gonna come for us. Here we go. Oh, God. No, oh, not us, right? Not us. <laughs> Well, EC ben. Negro, if you're pissed at me, I didn't watch the King's greatness. <laughs> Fucking leave a message. We'll make sure that we. I'll make sure we read it. Whatever. <laughs> it's the King of New York. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Whatever. Hey, everybody. everybody King of my asshole. Everybody. King of my asshole. Whoa. Okay. Next topic. Next topic. Next topic. At me. I will. I will stop talking because he'll probably make me eat my asshole. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, God. that does it for me at uh, Pro Wrestling Magic. <laughs> yeah, you can, uh, White boy lives. White boy lives. And Mike wants him to Rachel get his Ellering asshole. Amazing. Yeah. Ace Romero. No, wait, you're taking that out of context, of course. Ace Romero is a beast. Uh, fit to be tied are awesome. The Amazing Graysons are awesome. Uh, fucking Holy Swoggle. Shit. Swoggle, Rude Boy Riley, everybody. Awesome show from start to finish. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. So if you can, I'm going to try my best to go back uh, that their next show, which I believe it's called when it rains so i'll be back for that if you want to go check out some of their clips or any other news go check out the pro wrestling magic facebook page i highly recommend it so we're going to take a quick commercial break get our bearings and then we're going to be right back with what with a review of monday night Raw at bonus that ray and matt that ray and mike were there live oh god hashtag white boy lives white boy lives white boy lives <laughs> This program to bring you a special report. Are you a fan of Whole Milk Mike or Avenging Ben or Ray Raymundo? Then they'll be at the KFC immediately following next Saturday's event with the purchase of the new Woo Crispy Woo Tangy Woo Honey Mustard Barbecue Flavored Georgia Gold Chicken. You can get one of them to sign your wrapper, maybe, if you ask politely. Woo! Hey guys, this is the Ryback, and I'm in France selling some protein and, and, and roids. And you're listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. When I listen to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, I wake up. Because I listen to them every Thursday at 8 p.m. live on their Facebook. And unlike CM Punk, you should go ahead and follow them on social media because they might not block you. At the G-A-W-P show. That's at the D-Fuck G-A-W-P show. It's feeding time.
We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast, already in progress. Wait, so we're going to be signing what? what? Wait a minute. <laughs> thank you, Ryback? And thank you, Ric Flair? Since when do we have Ric Flair doing our ads in Ryback? Fucking oh my back. god. So we're going to be at the KFC next Saturday. Ironically, I think there is a KFC. There is a KFC in your Capital Wrestling, the venue, so who knows. So yes, you come by the KFC. Fuck you, Henry. You're not here for the commercials. You're here for us, damn it. (laughs) I thought we agreed we weren't. Henry, just don't lie. You're here for me. You're here for the law. That's it. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did we we hire a paid Ryback impersonator, too? You all got it. Dude, once that... First off, our GJ doesn't tell us what he's doing. So... He he plays it. I'm dying laughing. I don't know if you guys were too. Oh, I was dying during that. That was hilarious. Oh. I had no idea that the ride and fucking Ben's up. face photoshopped on Ric Flair. He has no neck. Woo! <laughs> he that has is, no neck. That is hilarious. Oh, but let's get gosh. on to the real focus of right now. We're getting sued for that. We are getting sued for that. But no, no, it's no. It's all Ben's fault. It's all my fault, but yeah, let's talk about let's talk about your time at Monday Night Raw. So, how was it at the Barclays Center? So, Mike, you had a bit of a hard time getting in, right? Okay, so me and my friend Matt, shout out to Matt. We did not have tickets. We were looking on StubHub, we were looking on Ticketmaster, we were looking on uh, SeatGeek, I think it's called, and yep. we found nothing. So we go there, and Matt's like, "Yo, man, let's just wait till like eight o'clock, and then like the seats will be available like cheaper." I was like, "No, fuck it, let's go in." Let's see what happens, and let's look for tickets. So we go there, and they go, oh, we have two seats available um, in Section 24. And, and we're like, we'll take them. We don't care. And they're like, $90. Okay, so we paid it. So then Mad realizes, wait, we're on the floor. And I was like, no. So then we're running to our section, and we get there, and we're sitting right next to the hard camera. We marked the fuck out. <laughs> wow, that is. That I think is it was bad. a good night to be us. Hell yeah. Because now a... I have a story for my seat. Oh, okay. tell us your side of the story. Okay, so with mine, I buy tickets the night before. That I'm sorry, Mike, that we all. I, he was supposed to go with me. Fuck you, you piece of shit. You were supposed to buy me a ticket. You didn't have the money. And I had to go fucking there and buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was supposed to happen, but I buy I buy tickets. Fat piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. So I buy my ticket. I go. The tickets that I bought, not knowing, are gonna leave me dangling at the Barclays Center. <laughs> so, luckily enough, I complain about that. I get upgraded to a nice box seat. What? So I see everything. Fuck you. Hey, it's good to be the law. See, the popo <laughs> are coming for you. The popo are coming for you. They know about those illegal seats. My apologies. Background noise from somebody. But, yeah. It's so just me. I'm sending so, them to arrest you guys. I got to ask, from where I was at. Oh, God. From where I was at. <laughs> from where you were at. Where were you? From when I was at watching it at home. If you look at the live stream, there's a picture of Ben at home pointing. Surprise, motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. 
we did Again, miss you, Ben. We're doing a we really shitty. We're doing a really shitty job of tailoring the show for anybody listening to it on iTunes. We don't care. Where okay, so imagine this: it's Ben. He's at home. He's pointing at an edited-in WrestleMania sign. That's it. While I'm at, while I'm at the arena, pointing at the actual sign. Yeah, that's that doesn't show how. I did the I, same I, thing. I didn't take a pic with it though. I may no I took, I might I must add I took a picture I may took that picture uh, under the assumption that he would edit me into the real one so fuck you to our editor fuck you no, thank you editor you made it look even worse than the picture was already <sighs> oh god Jesus Christ so so Ben Ben from where I was at. Home, what do you want to What do you want to know from our live experience? Like, well, okay, we already talked about. I'm aware that there were chants about Paige and Xavier Woods, so let's not get into that. Who was starting the fucking CM Punk chants? Because I swear to God, DJ. Yeah, really. <laughs> the DJ. Can was we point at one person? Because there were so many people chanting CM Punk. We didn't even get in the building yet. Because I was there. The doors opened at before even us being allowed in. People started chanting CM Punk. I'm like, he's jobbing in the UFC. Let's just shut him up because I got pissed. I'm like, we're not even in the building yet. Meanwhile, a guy did. It's freezing. You guys are chanting for somebody that's not going to be here anymore. And then what really shut him up is that there's a guy impersonating Seth Rollins, (laughs) which was hilarious. I saw that. I'm like, oh my god, this is funny. And the dude looked just like him. That People were going up to him to take pictures. I'm like, <sighs> wrestling. Fucking wrestling, wrestling, man. Just so you guys know, the guy that was dressed up as Seth Rollins was sitting in front of me. Wow. So you got so, a front row seat for that shit. And he was fucking awesome. And he had like his own custom t-shirt, too, that said, Seth Broken Rollins. Oh, Jesus. Oh my! Oh God, that can actually happen in the WWE, then. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll get back to him when we talk about the Triple H segment. Yeah. But, um, okay, so let's continue. What else? What else do you want to know, Ben? So we started off like we they did the main event tapings, and then they did they did the first uh, 205 match. And if anybody doesn't know, at these shows where it's like you're wondering like how they change the ropes. They just put purple duct tape over the red. I had ones. a feeling that's what it was because they do not have. Because I that helped. killed the the thing for me though. I'm like, this okay, isn't, this isn't me bragging because I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people listening to the show have done this. If you've ever been to an indie show, I've helped put together a wrestling ring. You guys have helped put together a wrestling ring. Putting yes. up the ropes it takes a while. Yes, it does. You have to take ropes off, untighten them so they don't snap and hit somebody. Then you got to put them up, retighten them, and then run them really quick to make sure that they're good. So yeah, yeah, but is, WWE does have more than unusual indie show has around the ring though. This is because there were just guys just running like, okay, go. Like they only have a certain amount of time during commercials to do this. So I'm like, okay, maybe they can put up the ropes. Nope, it's just duct tape. Duct just tape, duct, duct tape. tape. They put they, they take a mat from underneath the ring and put that on <sighs> top of the normal mat, and they just tuck it in, and then it's like, okay, ready to go. See, what I do like, though, is that they actually did make sure everything was nice and neat, though. They're, like, really... They're well, worried they about to, presentation cause if, cause to the if, team. Yeah. Because if one like, fuck up, you got to hear Vince McMahon in the background, fire them all! Not even fire that. Fire everyone! Just one mess up could actually injure someone, though. Because... Because one, one... I don't know if... Because I, I had a clear view of this, and 
when they were taking the duct tape off, there was like some moments where like the duct tape like wasn't coming off, and I felt like, oh shit, if they don't get that off, they're fucked. They're fucked. But yeah, like that's gonna kill everyone's illusion. Like people I they're prepared. Don't know. Like, they're prepared for that. But yes. um, so when it, the raw, raw started, and Foley came out, and I would say he was one of the ones that got like, the loudest reaction. Yeah, it was everyone that's actually from New York. So the Foley's, the Tony nieces, they got pops that were heard all over the Barclays Center. Tony Nese that's got about, a pop. Wow. He's a Long Island boy. Seventeen thousand oh, people are cheering for a heel in Tony Nace, who yeah. got a face pop. <laughs> Which was good. Dude, there was people on that came out that got babyface pops. And, dude, okay, so DJ is like... Okay, yes, Enzo did too. But, but to me, but, there but was when, people cheering for Tony Nace. came out, there was like, oh! Like, yay! Yay, Tony! Like, <laughs> but, um, so the whole Foley thing came out, came out and... By now, if you didn't watch Raw, this is what happened. Steffi Man basically fired him. He tried and to quit. Then, he tried to quit before, but then Tony, uh, but, but then Stephanie's like, you know what? No. I finally get to say the two words. You're fired. And then that gets a loud boo, and then Sammy Zayn comes hate, out. I hate Stephanie McMahon so fucking much, and not in the but way... But you gotta that... admit, you gotta admit, she was hot. Oh, well, Stephanie McMahon is is a fucking attractive woman, but that still doesn't excuse the fact that I just I hate her fucking face and I wanna I want her to go away. Not in like the good bad guy kind of way, not in like the good Kevin Owens kind of heel way. I'm talking about like the fucking wow, I cannot stand you and you need to go away. Ben, just so you know, the edit that our DJ was supposed to do, look at the live stream. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Wait, why, why am I shorter than you? Why am I shorter than you? And why are you going down my unknown line? Pepe? No! Keep that shit out of here. Fuck you. Sorry, that was that was an inside joke. That's an inside yeah. joke between the three of us. An inside joke that will remain an inside joke. Otherwise, you're off the... What holiday is coming up? Uh, April Fool's Am I off my own... You're off the April Fool's party. You're off the April... You're off the WrestleMania party. But it's at my house. Fuck you. You're off of it anyway. You're going to watch the show on the lawn... <laughs> on the lawn. No, you're sending me to the Legends Bar, which are, they are throwing their party to. But uh, yeah. um, so the whole thing <laughs> happened. Foley's fired, and then Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe have a good opener. I thought it was a really good match. And then like, what was like? Okay, I'll just mention this right now. Charlotte and Dana Brooke came out. Charlotte got a nice reaction. Dana was like, eh. And even though it was she like, no one cared face, that she was that she was there. It's like. Uh, okay. So then, during this match, and at some points during the night, the DJ was in the corner of, like, the arena with his friends, and all of a sudden, they start pointing at my section, and you just hear, that side sucks. And because, see, uh, okay, and I you, agree And then you just see DJ. me stand up and flip off everybody, and everybody's like, I'll agree with the DJ, boo. because you guys were quiet. I'm on the DJ side of the arena, and you guys were quiet as hell. Like even later on, we did. Oh, the I'm wave. sorry if he you guys want didn't want to do it. Sorry if he doesn't want to hijack the show with the fucking wave. How dare you? Because we were having fun. Surprise, motherfucker. Okay, I'll they say this. <laughs> we we did the wave during the Bailey and Nia Jax match, which was a good time. Which was a good We're trying to be the wacky wavable fable too, man. We're waving. Boo, you suck. The, you suck. the green yes, one broke, suck. though. The green, the green one broke. 
It didn't go Yeah, off, I noticed it, that. I didn't want to go. <laughs> it was like stuck, which I was laughing my ass off. But um, It was dead, like half of the crowd. But right, that wasn't even it. During that match, also there was, I, I swear to God, this is what I heard. I heard, we have hoes. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And then like, I hear assholes, assholes. And then La- during that loud, match, like loud, it was expected. We though. want page chance. Yeah, that was, was expected though. It was fucking also, expected. Also, the worst chant I've ever heard. We are awesome. Yeah, oh, that started. Fuck, fuck that. You gotta man. love Brooklyn. You gotta love Brooklyn. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Like... No matter what they could have chanted that night, it was still a great experience. It was awesome. What do you think, Mike? It was, it was really fun. And then once Roman Reigns came out, oh my god, did the building go nuts. So his music hits. Boo, and you suck. You hear mild cheers, but mostly boos. And I'm like, just this sit- is the point that me and Mike, I would agree with Mike with this one. Even both of us were like bittersweet, like, like yay, yay, we're seeing Roman. Wait, we have yay. to boo him. Boo! <laughs> Yo, and then when Braun Strowman came out, he got a baby face <laughs> fucking thing. Braun! And then it was Everyone like, yeah. was happy to yeah. see Braun. He got the he got a push right there. He's like, okay, kill Roman now. Kill him. So, so I don't know if you heard this, but on like in the in the audience there was. Let's go Roman. Roman sucks chance. Did, no, you'll was that hurt? Just like it's just like with John Cena. It's always let's go Roman. Roman, Roman sucks. sucks. Let's go Roman. Roman, Roman sucks. You can tell that the people that are cheering him are like the kids and the women who think he's it was an like attractive. Everybody's balls man. dropped. It was like let's fucking date him. Yep. No, but it was funny that even the match got hijacked by a We Want Undertaker chant. Oh, gee. Fans were going that crazy did for you hear, the Undertaker. By the way, Ben, did you hear that we want Undertaker chance? I heard under I heard un something something Undertaker, so that must have been it. Yeah, they they were getting edited out because I had to rewatch I rewatched Raw afterward just to see. And our crowd chance just got dimmed down, depending yes. on what it was. Cause they know there's gonna be the CM Punk. They knew Paige was coming. All those chants, but they like dimmed it down just to make sure. Okay, shut them up. So the match goes as normal. Roman's setting up for the Superman punch, and then the gong goes off. Everybody stands up. We're going crazy. Whites come back on. He's in the Undertaker. ring. <laughs> and then he choke slams Braun. You, you could see win. on. You could you could say on. Um, you could see on Undertaker's face. That hurt. He's yeah. He, he, that fucking hurt him. He was like, oh shit. And you know what's funny that he's like. Shit, I just did this. Oh, God, here we go. I have to fucking get a spear. You could just tell. You could just tell that he was just facing certain death and was like... So, Ben, tell us, when you're watching live, what was the last thing you saw on Raw? Uh, Undertaker walking away and Roman... No, uh, Roman Reigns walking away and Undertaker... And Undertaker sitting? Yep. Oh, so that's not that's not the last thing we saw. Wait, did wait, did you wait, did you see the Undertaker sit up at least, or did it just like yeah. fade the black? I saw him sit up. Okay, okay, this is where now Brooklyn gets a special treat. So so this is what so Undertaker <laughs> does his whole thing, he lifts his arm up and then he high fives the next person that's coming out, which is fucking Brock Lesnar. The crowd erupted for Brock Lesnar. How the people, people leaving, leaving and all of a sudden his music came And everybody just like, ran. Wait a minute. I'm like, what? 
Okay, I'm going to tell you this funny part of the night. I'm with, I literally went with my mother because I bought her a ticket. Even I'm she was like, nope, sit down. Sit. I didn't have the money. God damn it. I owe you a ticket. <laughs> so, you owe me a beer. You'll have plenty at the, at the party next Sunday. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so, yeah, even she tells me, sit down, sit down. No, be- no, Something's no, gonna happen. For, no beer for Ben. He can't handle it. Fuck off. Nope, he cannot hand alcohol, but that would be an inside joke for us, too. But, yeah, so Brock comes out, and the fans went nuts. We're like, holy Every, shit, what is Everybody who was, who was about to leave immediately got back in their seat. was like, oh, so not over. Let's go. Yep. And then you just hear the, the uh, Paul Heyman gives a nice promo. Brock Lesnar says, Suplex City, bitch, because that was a chant. Suplex City by every fucking person in that crowd. Ray, Ray, that's not how Brock Lesnar talks. So say it in his voice. Give it. Suplex City, bitch! <laughs> yeah, that's how Brock said it. Okay. Brock so Lesnar. Heyman is like, okay, that's it. He just wants to tell you. He just wants to tell you, okay, don't drink and drive. Have a nice... People are like, boo. Hey, like, fucking okay. kill someone. Fucking kill someone. He's like, oh, so we came here for a fight. Anyone out there? And... We... I gotta admit, this was like six years ago, I would've been like, oh, it's fucking the big hell. Show. Oh, fucking hell. I'm going But home. now, it's like, okay, Brock is gonna destroy him. Which, yeah, it, like, Big Show got like a few punches in, immediately got like fucking f 5 You know what's funny? Even though it's the it. Big Show, I still gotta say it was good to see him because, think about it, this is one of the last times we could see Big Show in a WWE ring. True. Live. So it's like, like, that night, it didn't matter who came out. We enjoyed it because it's a live experience. I encourage all the fans listening right now, go see wrestling live. It's nothing like seeing it on TV. It's something It's something to remember. When you can go live, even if it's your local indie, which, truly, go support your local indies. Go yep. live. It's something that you'll remember forever. Something we won't remember that we, for- we just skipped over was the squash match between fucking Brian Kendrick... And TJ Pay. Okay. I have... The match was... It wasn't even nothing. I can't even a comment on it. But the promo afterwards was fucking stupid. Kendrick The claims, match was stupid. No. Kendrick claims that Tozawa is back in Japan. Mm-hmm. But he, ha- but he has his passport. How the fuck did he go to <laughs> Japan then? Did he I want to know. Did, he, did Brian did Kendrick go to him? Japan? Did he put him in a box and put him <laughs> in there and send his ass back? <laughs> I don't know what happened, but the match was just, I don't know. Did I think it was maybe three, four moves, and then slice bread, one, two, three, and it was done. No, that the, match the was ignorant. short. The Charlotte match was short. There was no Sasha Banks, which I was surprised that that didn't happen. But um, during the Triple H segment, the guy that was sitting in front of us, the whole... Seth Rollins impersonator. He was standing up. He had a crutch too. His, no, his, he had a ignorant. knee brace, and he was like standing up. He goes, "I'm here, Triple H. I'm here." I would have loved for Triple H to react. That would have been funny as hell. Dude, we were chanting, "Seth is here. Seth is here," and Triple H would not fucking look. I bet Triple H saw him too. He's like, "I'm not gonna do it." I'm not gonna do it. The thing is, he's because the thing is, we were right by the hard camera, and he had to stare at the camera, so I could tell like he was glancing over, and he's like, "Oh God." 
he must have been like, oh, why couldn't he be on the other side? It's, uh, it's ignorance. Also, JoJo's ass in person, very nice. Don't call me your guy. I am not your guy, friend. <laughs> I'm not your friend, okay, buddy. buddy. I'm, I'm not, not your, your buddy, friend, guy. guy. I'm not, I'm not Red, your guy. Henry says, Sante, right? Is that how I'm saying it right? I'm not your guy, Wait, buddy. hold on. Let me look at it. Let me look. I'm not Sorry, your I'm guy, I'm Spanish. American. Hold on. I can't. I can't. I'll say it. Hold on. Give me a sec. Let me get to the live stream. So overall, like minuto, you say, overall, you guys would say Raw was a much better experience live than watching at home, right? Yes. Definitely. Since we're switching over to SmackDown, can I just say, those Henry, segments, fuck you. Those, I'm not sitting down. Those, seg <laughs> those segments of Miz and Maurice imitating John Cena and Nikki Bella <laughs> were fucking amazing. Okay. Um, this, is, this is the third time <laughs> I'm going to say this. Maurice dressed up as Nikki Bella was hot. <laughs> okay, this shit. is the part where Ben argues Tyler Breeze was looking better. Shut no, go, no, Ben. No, 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 no. We'll get to we'll get to him because my friend Matt, <laughs> he, he he said it best. He goes, when you're telling your friend SmackDown is the better show, and then you look at Tyler Breeze and like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. They could have had any legend come out in SmackDown. Us going to Raw Live beat it this week. That was it. Raw wins. That's because you were there live. That's because you were there live. Sorry, Ben. We were biased. <laughs> but, the whole to but the whole thing Ben was talking about, um, the total Bella bullshit, because they claimed Miz and Maurice had footage of the real John Cena and Nikki Bella, and you see Maurice dressed up as Nikki, and then... And Brie. She's for Brie for a little bit, and then, <laughs> like, and, Nikki, and as Nikki, she's going... John Cena's gonna propose to me. I'm just waiting for the ring, and then and then they're it. arguing. So am I and Nikki that, or am I Brie? No, I'm yeah. I'm Nikki. No, I'm Brie. Oh God. And then you see Miz dressed up as Cena do the whole entrance, <laughs> and then John and fucking the Miz does the funniest impression of John Cena. Brie, you know Rule Five Thirty Six. No, no singing in my house. That's strike that's just like one. <laughs> the bit, the bit that fucking murdered me. But hold the on, bit. hold on. Before we get to that, so the whole thing of the whole every every segment had, I would say, like a catch, like a like a phrase. So it was like, Nikki, I am gonna pop the question. So then it's a balloon with it's so literally the same question. You see Maurice put her hand over her mouth like Nikki shocked, and you just see a big balloon with. That says question mark, and he pops it. Then he goes, I have a ring for you. Hand over mouth. It's a WWE playset ring. And here's the thing. <laughs> Nikki, I know you've been dropping hints, so I got you a diamond. Da, 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 da. Dallas Page DVD set. <laughs> I fucking died. No, but like, wasn't there a part where... Okay, so this was filmed in John Cena's actual house. They went to Tampa, and they're actually this was his house. Yep. Now they go to one of the bedrooms where apparently it was like, what was the comment about the ceiling? There's like Velcro. Like what was it? I have, I have, I cannot. I remember. forgot. I just, it was just. Oh, but God. shit, it was, it was like the Miz and Maurice are like the funniest and the greatest promos in WWE right now. That works so much that it's like. 
this is actually gonna us to want to watch the match though. Like the storyline is writing and it's like it's perfect. And we want to see it, a mixed tag match for the first time. <laughs> and this is the first. And by the way, this is the first WrestleMania where John Cena is not competing for a title. He's not in a singles match. He is in a mixed tag. And if you guys, if, if you guys are listening to this and you don't think this is leading to a proposal of John Cena proposing to Nikki, I don't know what fucking product you're watching. But this is kind of, that would be too obvious, don't you think? It's like dude, everything is lining up. Are so goddamn obvious. Like Why John Cena was on Jimmy Fallon last. Uh, was it last? Beret, beret. Why yeah. would Maurice in promos? Lift up her hand with the ring on it and say, Nikki, this is something you're never going to get. So guess what? At WrestleMania, Nikki is going to get it. Yeah, Zena last night, he was on Jimmy Fallon. He was, like, even hinting at himself. He's like, it's going to be a lot of love, surprises. And I'm like, ah, okay. And I see this as being a modern-day Macho Man and Liz thing. See, this is this is it's funny you bring that up because it's like a quote Macho Man said. I had a wife. I brought her into wrestling. I didn't have a wife anymore. Well, you know that's the only bad to... thing about relationships. But you know what? John Cena had a wife before Nikki, and Nikki had <laughs> and and, Nick, and Nikki had boyfriends before Cena. So nothing new yeah, here. But were... I don't know. I feel like this is not this is not going to be a legitimate marriage thing because Cena doesn't want to get married again. But for storyline purposes. They're going to make them get married. And this is going to happen in Brooklyn and SummerSlam the whole thing. <laughs> just, just, dude, Cena's, you can see Cena get down on one knee and say, Nikki, with this ring, you can see me. Oh, Lord. So that's going to happen in Brooklyn. No, oh, God. The, no. The, him getting down on his knee is going to happen, happen at Mania, but the wedding's w- at SummerSlam. Yes. So if that happens, we're going to SummerSlam. We're going to the wedding. <laughs> now, now, I, now, if, okay, future booking. If this is supposed to be a Macho Man Liz thing, who's going to play Jake the Snake Roberts? Oh, God. Who no, would you who's like? the Hogan? No, fuck Hogan. Who would you want <laughs> to be the Jake Snake Roberts who would terrorize Nikki and want to beat up Cena? Ziggler. Who, Oh. It has to be Ziggler. Oh, why is that? <laughs> it has it to be Ziggler. It does make sense, though, with the whole yep. Nikki and Dolph thing. Ben, who, who, if you had to pick, if, you, if they were, if they are going in a Macho Man Liz route, who would be Jake the Snake Roberts in this story? Dean Ambrose. Huh? Actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? That would make sense. Dean. <sighs> We'll give you. We'll give you a reason for Dean. Like, what yeah, would his, What would his? What would his motivation be? Yeah. Huh. To fuck with John Cena. He already. Dean Ambrose is already in his character that he doesn't like John Cena. Everything leading up to No Mercy showed that. Yeah. yeah. I would work though. I work my like... ass off in the ring every goddamn week, John. And all you have to do is show around your hot piece of ass girlfriend and flash a fancy ring around, and you get all the late night appearances. You, you can write this shit easily. Yeah, he can be like, okay, so yeah, I then, want okay, your girl, that, that I want sense. the title, I want your spot. Also, yeah, that works. Okay. Also, you could do that's 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 a great way to turn him heel, which he needs to do. He needs to be. They need to. They need a major heel because if they can do anything right right now, 
is stealing what what culture said. AJ should be a face now. Yep. AJ well, should be a face. Ambrose a heel. Well, what speaking culture of a- got it right for this one. Well, speaking of AJ, he the the match is official for WrestleMania. Him and Shane. Yep. So Shane. So AJ was in the parking lot ready for Shane McMahon to attack. And yep. then Shane McMahon just randomly just shows up in the ring. Okay. AJ comes out and he goes, no violence. Let's be men. He gets in the ring. Immediately, Shane McMahon beats the fuck <laughs> out of him. And then... It's like, if it hap- if it, if they get in the ring, you know punches are going to be thrown. And, and they're the worst punches ever thrown. And then Shane McMahon jumps from the top rope, smashes him through a fucking table, which was awesome. And you, look, okay. and you can see, and you can just see Shane's face just be like, "Ow, ow, <laughs> ow!" Wasn't ow. Shane getting MMA training? Why can't can he I throw ask, a punch? Here's the bit of SmackDown I want to talk about. Where, where the fuck did Bray Wyatt find all of those people to wear sheep masks? Well, they had a lot of indie talent back there. I know it's a, a cult. Of the every guys, time, a the every time the assholes in the sheet masks show up, I'm always thinking. The left side of my brain is thinking, "Holy shit, this is so fucking cool! The Wyatt cult is finally taking physical form." But then the right side of my brain is like, "Where the fuck did why why the fuck have these douchebags not helped him out before?" To be honest, this that segment was so weird. I didn't even understand it. What was the whole point of it? He was saying it's trap Randy. you took away you took away the one thing you thought that made me weak, but it made but taking it away made me stronger, Randy, and I am going to eat you at WrestleMania. Okay, so if Bray Wyatt loses at WrestleMania, he looks like a fucking moron. Yeah, Again. so I, I like the way they're the way they need to build this over the next week is they just need to have Randy Orton be a fucking psychopath again. This is the only way you can book it. On, mm, oh. In a way, yes, but this is the best thing they have to do. The Viper Ray, versus the new face of fear. You can do that, and it would be cool. Just have Randy Orton be a fucking snake psychopath again. Mm. Well, next week on SmackDown, the- they're going to do Luke Harper and Bray Wyatt for the first time ever. Oh, so what? we get to see the new Luke Harper with the yep. black shirt instead of the white shirt? Yep. Yep. But Ben, to change your booking a little bit, I would say have Bray have the advantage. Have this new power over Randy. And remember, Randy was supposedly his servant. So he knows every wide flaw. So it makes sense for now Randy to get his get his like he's getting diminished in the match and everything. But Randy knows the one thing to beat Wyatt. And he pulls it out and made it. Mm. Also, the thing is, like, I know I've met, I think I mentioned this on the show before, but it was like, after Bray won the title, everybody was like, you deserve it, you deserve it. And then, like, the week following, it's like, I'm going to burn your house down, Bray. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Well, that's just, because that's the thing. They just wanted him to have the belt. They don't want to. That's just people, that's just people playing into the storyline, which they should do, which they should do. (laughs) But, dude, it's it's kind of sad. Dude, just think about it. You win the WWE Championship, you get a You Deserve a Chant, and what's your reward? You get your house burned down. <laughs> it's like, yay, I climbed <laughs> the top of the mountain. I'm going to burn your house down. No, where am I going to shit? Where am I going to shit? Oh, God. And I'm, and I'm going I'm to burn your sister. It's like, what? <laughs> what? And Mike's favorite line, Bray Wyatt's momentum was a length of a fart. Uh, if he loses at WrestleMania... I am firmly convinced that he for him. But he, we'll do predictions but, next week. We'll do oh, predictions. Oh, trust me, we have we have a plan. 
We have a plan for our predictions going forward. Trust us, we do. And you can oh, say, yay. I could safely say, we want our belt back. Oh, we want our fucking belt back. We want it back. My best friend is going to keep it forever. Remember how drunk Kevin Owens last Jericho and Kevin Owens, Ray. That's all I'm saying. That is all I'm saying. It's two on two. We're even. There's no way you're taking the belt. Uh, We're taking the belt back. I'll tell you what. We'll break, the, we'll break that news next week. Guys, you guys, guys, you, you guys are getting fucking ridiculous. Just as ridiculous as the last thing we're going to talk about tonight. And the thing I've been looking forward to talking about. Oh, all gosh. I actually bought the shirt. That's you bought the shirt. We, every and, I ju- and I watched all four episodes every, yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> Everybody on the internet this week has been stuck in this show's dick, so let's do it, too. Let's talk <sighs> about how awesome Southpaw Regional Wrestling was. I love the first of these. I love them. I love oh, my God. Okay, okay. 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 This, this, the last bit of the show is just going to be us gushing. That's all it's going to be. So let's, let's, oh. let's, let's dissect episode by episode. So let's what talk was, about, let's episode talk about one. what this is. Let's talk about what this is first. Just what, think what? of a parody <clears throat> of Mid-South Wrestling. This <laughs> was a parody of 70s, 80s, Mid-South wrestling, Smoky Mountain wrestling, yep. Memphis wrestling. Something so Jer- think of Jim, uh, Jim Cornette's Nightmare. That's think of Jim, Jim Cornette's Nightmare. Or his wet dream. Or his wet dream. No, apparently Jim Cornette was not a fan of this. <laughs> no, his wet dream was actual Mid-South. This is his pure nightmare. This is giggity goggly bullshit. This is Vince Russo booking Mid-South. Oh, God, it is. It is. Oh, Lord. But, yeah. So, for those not, it's basically a parody shot like like it's a VHS tape, but they go all out with it. They have the wrestlers, actual WWE wrestlers, playing these characters. Luke Gallows is Sex Ferguson. Carl Anderson is Chad Too Bad. John Cena and Fandango are two commentators slash news anchors called Lance Catamaran and Chet fucking Cheddarfield. <laughs> He's from Utica. He was in from Utica. Utica New York. From, from Utica, Lance Catamaran. Lance Catamaran can't stop saying, I once had a desk job in, in Utica, New York for six glorious weeks. And now and I'm, I miss my father. And now I'm father. here. <laughs> he just says that randomly. I miss my father. I miss my father. <laughs> I'm wondering, is his father fucking Ron Burgundy? Oh God. Is that he was it? channeling Ron Burgundy. That's what he was doing the whole fucking That's his father. Dude, That's his when, father. Dude, I, when I see John Cena doing that, I think he's trying to make fun of Vince McMahon. I honestly think that's what he's doing. Oh, so like old school Vince on the comedy? Yeah, table? yes, oh, yeah. But you just you just put a like a southern twist to it, and this is what you get. Good. Oh, no. I miss oh, my father. God. Good Lord. <laughs> I miss my father. Hilarious. Okay. Oh, I so, died. It was so dude, good. Luke Gallows is funny. <laughs> Outside of WWE, and then W, and when he was doing the Tex Ferguson, that's funny. But the image of Connor and Victor dressed up as surfer dudes. Okay, the two words: the Ascension and funny. Don't go never together. should go together. <laughs> no, don't go together. When this happened, I was watching your reaction live. You 
fucking died when this happened. Dude, oh I wish this God. gimmick was real. I wish, I wish it is real. In the no, NYWC, this, this, this was. This is no, real. I wish they come out on SmackDown next week as the Surfer Dudes. They will. Is it sad? I want to see the, the Surfer Dudes of Attitude take on the Beach Bums from the NYWC. No, that would be hilarious. Someone booked that match. That would be fucking hilarious. But you got love guys, that match. If you guys have not seen this, it's only four parts. Each one's like five or six minutes. You can watch it in less than half an hour. It is fucking worth it. Because this is some of the funniest shit they have put out in a long-ass time. Okay, so Why let's, was let, this only wait, four episodes? God. But wait, let's talk about Big Bartholomew. Oh, God. <laughs> which was Who which lost was his Rusev. farm. Big Bartholomew, who's he fighting. He lost his farm to me. I'm Mr. McElroy. <laughs> Mr. Mac- I'm Mr. Mm-hmm. McElroy. Mr. McElroy. McElroy. He keeps saying the same <laughs> That's me. I can't remember my own name. No, it's really Tyler Breeze, but who can't keep his mustache on his face? <laughs> oh, God. I was, dear God, this is hilarious. Then you have Mr. McElroy, the banker, who is... Fucking Tyler, who's Tyler Breeze. With a horrible good on mustache. It was, I was just like... He was trying to take the farm, and then he did take the farm, and he's selling it. I was... Honestly, thinking back at, like, looking at at the four episodes from yesterday, the worst character, and it's not, it's not a shocker, it's TJ fucking Perkins. John Johnson. (laughs) Was that a joke to Jim Johnson, the dude that used to do their music? No, it has to, it has to be related to like Mid South wrestling. It has to. I be. couldn't think of any gimmick that that was. Like, he's trying to cut a promo in like in the character, and then Jericho, who's like the backstage announcer, he gra- TJ grabs the mic, and you just see Jericho start fucking flipping. He goes, "You don't touch my mic! It's my mic! You don't touch it!" <laughs> oh is that a, is that how it is in backstage interviews? God, I guess. Back no, and then the there's this joke about this guy Sex Ferguson, which was a character Luke Gallows used to do in like no, shooting. No, no, this is legitimately the same character, but for PG reasons, they changed text. the text. The text because Ferguson. that's a character he and Carl Anderson would do when they did Talk and Shop in Japan. Oh yeah, that was their podcast okay. when they were in New Japan. Okay, so you see Luke Gallows with the with the tightest blue jeans in the goddamn world and yep. cowboy boots. Don't forget and his new car. He bought a new car. He bought a new car, but then Chad Too Bad, which is Carl Anderson in a blonde Ric Flair wig. Wait, speaking of Ric Flair, Mike, stop, stop. We have to do a commercial for KFC. Every few seconds. No. <laughs> Don't forget that you can find. Hey, do you like? Do you like? Uh, do you like? Jet, do you like? Do you like Chet Ferguson? Do you like Big Bartholomew? Do you like Chet Cheddarfield? Then they'll be at the KFC after this Saturday's event. And don't forget to get the woo crispy, woo tangy, woo barbecue flavored Georgia Gold fried chicken. They'll even sign your wrapper if you nice. nicely. Woo. <laughs> Hey, don't forget, it's right behind the high school. I <laughs> loved these KFC. They put in KFC commercials, and then you realize these were just the most elaborate KFC commercials they've ever done. You okay, want to know so, okay. commercials so, are? God. This is how geniuses are. I watched all four of these. There is not an image of fucking chicken or a picture of chicken <laughs> in these things. Is there a KFC? Yeah, but guess what? It makes it's, you want chicken, though. 
Is there a KFC near me? I want this Georgia gold chicken. Rick okay. Flair says I have to get the chicken. So, so question, question. Is Rick Flair like saying these lines or is somebody actually doing an impression? No, I would Flair? imagine they actually got Rick Flair to do it. Come on. Because for some weird reason I think AJ Styles did that. I oh, was God. dying. Because AJ Styles could do a Rick Flair impression. Dying when this happened. It was It so probably was funny. no, if it wasn't Rick, he would have been like I want money for this. I want money for this. I want money for this. You want me to say what? Georgia ticket. What? 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 But, um. Woo! Woo! So at some points, you just see fucking gallows with eye patches everywhere. Fucking. Oh, yeah, and, and the kicker. Lethal Leap Year. Oh, Lord. They keep building up this show at, like, the Armory or, like, their Elks Lodge. The yes. saying, it'll be Lethal Leap Year on February 28th. Find your closed circuit providers everywhere to get the broadcast. And then it was like at the end of they build this up for four episodes, and then the fourth episode, he looks off camera, he gets a piece of news, and he's like, "There's no fucking leak here. We want the fuck. We have spent months of television advertising lethal leap year, and there's no leap year. Oh my god, we're gonna go out of business. So no one could have checked the calendar and to goddamn see if there was a leap year." I'm done. I'm going back to Utica. <laughs> I, I missed my father. I missed my father. I died. This is so fucking funny. Oh, my oh. God. I so, wish we so, would have known. You know what? See, this we is were... what we need to do months ago and just not film the parking lot. Parking so, lot's yeah. closed. That would have saved us. So, South Paul Regional <laughs> Wrestling, two thumbs up. Two fucking thumbs up. Talking about so we it. Need like, we, we need more. Talking about it. We need mass. Talking about it like we're doing right now is doing a complete disservice to it. Go on YouTube. It's totally free. It's not on the network. Go to their YouTube. Type in Southpaw Regional Wrestling. It's four parts. They're six minutes each. You can watch these in less than 20 minutes. It's hilarious. And they just released an actual Southpaw Regional Wrestling t-shirt on the WWE. I bought it. Which Ray Raymundo bought. So, yeah. If if you want more of this, and I do, buy the shirt. Because if they show that this ridiculous bullshit actually makes them money... They will make more of it. And if we're lucky, we might just actually get Lethal Leap Year. And can we get some Latinos? Why were there no Latinos on this show? God it's Mid-South. It's Mid-South, buddy. Yeah. I want a Latino. We wanted but, to be um, as authentic as possible. Lord knows that they had brought in a Latino character. They would have given him like a big old mustache and a sombrero. They would have called him Jose, like my cousin. Her name. Oh, yeah. So now that we have reached the end of the show, I think it's finally time to start wrapping it up. So, by the way, but, don't but, forget. Yeah, but before we do that, our DJ has a challenge for Mr. Ben this week. Surprise, before motherfucker. I, not a lot. Of, like, again, it's the end of the show, so a lot of the people have to go off because it's getting late. But if there's anybody left watching, leave any questions down below, and we'd be happy to answer them before we go off the air. But by Ask the, away. The law has your answers. God damn it. Ask away, y'all. But here's the thing. Uh, our DJ is, before I get distracted and forget, like I did with Jay George, which was a shame, I'm going to get this out of the way right now. Next week, live on the show, we are going to have up-and-coming New York indie wrestler Nikki Adams live here on the show answering your questions. So go to the Facebook page, go to the Twitter, and leave and leave her a question under the post on the page. And if you just want to tweet it, if you just want to tweet at us, use hashtag GAWP. Nikki Adams, and you can, we'll find it, and we'll find it, and we'll ask her the questions. So please, we've never had a female wrestler on the show. We're very interested to ask her some questions. 
So we cannot wait for you guys to join in the fun and see what's going to happen. That's going to be interesting. The world's okayest interview. The world's <laughs> okayest interview, because that's your catchphrase, which is hilarious. But yes, if you guys have which any we need, which we which we need to ask her next week. It's like, hang on, since we're getting down to the end of the show, let's just, we can start interacting with the chat a little bit more. Ah, it's okay, you're late, uh, four eyes, Ed. We understand, you're busy at work. But Ben, 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 Hi, before, we do, before we do that, the DJ's going to kill me if we, if you don't do this. He has a challenge right. for you. Here we have a question. Here we go. It's not a question. It's a, it it's is a, time. It's a challenge. It's time for DJ Love You Long Time's challenge of the week, where he challenges oh, either our guest or one of us to do a promo of some kind, and this week, uh, the roulette board sadly landed on me. So the, his challenge this week, Ben, as your Lorenz Dean impression, cut a promo on Ray Ray Mundo's law book. Not Ray himself, just, just the, the book. book. My ben, book? Ben hates books. Well, I'd hate, to, well I'd hate to disappoint any of y'all like that dumb bastard, but let's do this. Ray Ray Mundo, I got no Ray Ray Mundo, I got no problems with you. You're a good, you're a good man. I have very much respect for you. But that book you. Hold, but that <laughs> holding, you might as well throw it in the garbage because it is trash. That book you have, it is nothing but lies and deceit. It is not even a real law book. It is nothing but the worst imaginable bullshit imaginable. You gotta tell you, Ray, you wanna be a better man? You wanna be straight up with people? You gotta get that book and throw it in the garbage because it is nothing but trash. Okay, sir, I'm throwing it out now. And, and, and even better, we can sell that book. We can use the money to buy a brand new boxing ring. You win. Yes, I win. So that was <laughs> DJ Love You Long Times promo challenge of the week. Jorda, he'll be back with more. So now let's just shoot. We have a question down in the chat. Well, let's let's dedicate the last uh, few minutes of the show to answering some viewer questions. We actually have a few people watching again. Sure. So let's, okay, let's, here we go. Let's wrap it up. So to anybody listening at home right now, we apologize that this part of the show is not specifically tailored towards you. But we have a live stream going on during the show, and this is where we like to engage. Which you guys should join on Which Thursdays you guys should join. So don't forget, every Thursday night or Wednesday, we'll always announce it if it's a change. We always have a live video stream of our show where you can answer, where you can ask questions, and we'll try our best to answer them. So to anybody listening at home, we're sorry if you, can, you couldn't participate this time, but there's always next time. So for anybody listening live, this is for you. So right now, 4IZ asks, are you guys going to be at Five Boroughs Wrestling? Uh, yes. yes, we well, Whole Milk Mike is going to be there. Ray, so alive. Uh, Ray Raymundo is going to be there. I am going to try ben, my best to be there. Going. I am going. Ben, we are taking you, even if it's by force. Oh, go. And, oh. and then Tommy immediately goes, You mofos better be at five. Bro. Yeah, so you Tommy you're Salami, the current uh, GTS uh, intercontinental champion. I am. Good luck at Grimmamania, by the way. We should talk about that. You guys excited for Grimmamania? And I'm excited to see Tommy lose. I'm excited. Ooh. I'm excited to see Jimmy Controversy wipe the fucking floor with Pete fucking Corvus. Piece of shit. Wait, that's official. I like for Pete. Oh yeah, it's going to. Oh, it's going to be Pete Corvus versus Jimmy Controversy for the YouTube belt. So yeah, Jimmy Controversy. Somebody, somebody, send this to Jimmy Controversy. Make sure he hears it. You have the General Admission Wrestling Podcast support. Okay, now send this to Pete. Pete, you have my support. So, oh, Needs yeah. more. And, and also, uh, also send this to Pete. Fuck you. 
<laughs> oh my god but yes uh so yeah like are you guys excited for grimma mania because it seems like a lot of fun it's gonna be vlad versus giant leather that sounds so stupidly fun three stages of hell in a three stages of hell match i have no clue how they're gonna do that but that's gonna be hilarious oh god here we go jimmy oh. versus pete in is tomorrow in a death match Ooh. oh my god that's gonna be sick yeah, jimmy's gonna die that's, that's jimmy's gonna die kill jimmy kill kill jimmy kill uh jimmy controversy uh, boy man he's got my i got his back anyway mark says yeah. i love you we love you too love you mark uh me tommy's facing matt castle tlc grim mania Ooh, that, well, like I said, you're our boy, Tommy Salami. He and you are our boys, so good luck to you on that one, dude. You want to get the king will finally regain the IC title. And no let's question. another question. Well, we have a real question uh, here from. Oh, no, we're not this, acknowledging it. We're not acknowledging it. No. Well, I'm acknowledging it because he hasn't been Don't on the show. It. Don't read it. No, read it. No. Arnold. No, no. fuck. Lord knows I said the word, so now... I gotta go back to work. I gotta go. I love you guys. Full homo. Thank you, Kevin. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Fucking love you. Sick bastard. We love you, too. So I think it is finally time to start bringing this episode to a close. Before we do, we have a few things to announce along the way. Uh, So um, we're going to be live stream, of course, this next weekend. It is going to be... Or is it this weekend? I forget. This, Which, this Saturday. Are you talking about the show or are you talking about Mania? Mania. This Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday's Capital. This Saturday. We are going to hopefully this be Saturday, there. We are going to be at Capital Wrestling, broadcasting live. So it's a first time indie show for Capital Wrestling. It's going to be live. So here's the official information. If you want to go, trust me, we'll let our guest in in just a sec, but let me do the information about Capital Wrestling real quick. Capital yes. Wrestling is going to be live at Cathedral Hall at 380 Montgomery Street, Jersey City, New Jersey, 07302. Tickets are available at Eventbrite and at the door. You can get your tickets there. They're going to have T-shirts, posters, food, and great matches all around. It's a delightful throwback to old-school 70s and 80s wrestling with a modern twist. It's going to be uh, doors open at 6 o'clock, and the bell time is at 7.30. It's going to be a digital streaming TV taping, and it is Saturday March 25th, and you can catch the GAWC boys, me, Paul Milk Mike, Ray Ray Mundo, and maybe a few other special guests there. And we'll be at the KFC after the show, signing it up. Support the great, support the guys at Capital Wrestling. They're support really the doing guys a great there. thing. Gonna be it's going to be a great indie show. Report. Rude by Riley's going to be there. Mike Law is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be, hey, say it right. AJ Penn will kill you. The colossal Mike Law. Mike Law was going to be there. Of course, and uh, there's actually there's not gonna be there's gonna be barbecue that they're gonna have barbecue for us Ooh, there, which is barbecue. great. Which I'm looking forward to get me some barbecue ribs. They're gonna have Ruba Riley's gonna That's be there, the right. New York Wrecking Crew, Sonny Kiss, Eddie McQueen, tons of other great wrestlers. So come on well, down. That will be our Saturday this week. Come on and then down next Sunday. Come on down to party. wrestling, which is gonna be great. But next Sunday we're gonna be live streaming at a little party at a little friend of ours. Uh, this Sunday, he's throwing a little shindig for the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Ray, would you happen to know who's throwing this party? Oh, man, I, I think I hate the guy, but... Oh, wait, it's me! <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, is this an open invitation to anybody listening to this to come to the party? No, I don't trust your fans. <laughs> Fair enough. Aww. But if that's, you, that, I'm that, just that, kidding. That, that, no, I'm just fair. kidding. I'm if just you know, kidding. If you know Ray personally or you do 
want to come to the party, if you do want to come to his party, just message, send him a little, send him a little message, and he'll be. I sure. think most of our fans probably already know me. If I didn't invite you, send me a text. You'll get the invite. So yeah, if you want to come on down, I tell you what. But before we end, I believe we have a special guest at the door. Okay, here Hold we go. Hold on, I need, we need to hear the doorbell. Okay, I'll get it. All I'll right. get it. Hold on. Who's there? Okay. Oh shit. Who's there? I just opened the door. Get in. Door's open. <laughs> this is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. God oh, fuck. Cookies? It's Who told you you can eat my it's cookies? Who told you you can eat my cookies? I eat my cookies. fucking cookies. I love them. Oh, no. oh, he's Okay. Put that cookie down now. Homework Mike, follow us at the GAWP on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me. I'm Delon, Ray Ramundo. You can follow me. You can follow us at the GAWP. Cookies? Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook for the most recent updates and jokes at the General Mission Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. And remember, we are available on iTunes. Holy shit. iTunes. Stitcher Radio. Podcastic. And you can follow us on MP3 and podcast.com to put right on your laptop and listen to them anywhere. Holy shit, we gotta get out of here. Okay, we just don't forget. We just ended the border. We don't forget. Support your Follow us. Follow the law. Support MVP for this week is Henry. Thank God. Oh, shit. CM Punk is destroyed. Hi, CM Punk. Who told you you can eat my cookies? Holy shit. Now we gotta get you guys. What the fuck? Hold up, Mike, and they were good cookies. Lava Moon down, shit. What the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Get the Tommy. Help us. Help us. Help us.